0: hey and welcome to the astrology and human design podcast i'm your host kelsey here to educate you on all things astrology and human design so that you can align with your highest potential and your life purpose i am super passionate about sharing the language of the cosmos in a way that is easy to understand so that you can apply it to your life I create digital guides, online trainings, and so much more to help you learn and understand your charts in a really simple and easy way. Learn more about me and check out what I have to offer on my website, astrologyhumandesign.com. Thanks so much for being here, and without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this very vulnerable (laughs) share and podcast episode. I don't think I've done another podcast episode like this one, at least not on this podcast. I used to have another podcast that's still up if you want to go check it out. Um, It's called Driven by Plants from my health and fitness coaching and vegan coaching days. It still lives on the interwebs, I think. And I shared a lot of vulnerable stories on there, like my ayahuasca journey and experience and what ayahuasca brought up for me. But this is the first time I believe that I'm sharing a whole super vulnerable story on this podcast. And y'all know if you are active listeners of me and my content that I share pretty vulnerably already and authentically already because why not? I mean, life's too short (laughs) to not just be who you are and own who you are and own what you grow through. But this is like a full, going to be a full length story of my situation for really the past few months and this whole year and the human design and astrology behind it. And I'm so excited for this episode. The anticipation and excitement (laughs) has been building in me since I told y'all I would be recording this. I believe like maybe even it's been two weeks. I don't even know what time is anymore. This whole Mars retrograde squared Neptune and just Jupiter back in Pisces energy is really creating this <laughs> like, I don't know, just time warp where I feel like time is just really weird right now. Like days feel super long, but then they feel like they go by really fast. But then I look back and I'm like, oh my God, that was a week. It felt like a month. Like, I don't know. And this has been happening on and off for me since really since 2020. And it was at a full-time like heightened state when I lived in Hawaii. But I mean, that's just like the energy of Hawaii in general, but it's happening again. And yeah, so time has just been weird. So if I misrepresent the actual (laughs) time it's been, like, forgive me, just know in my head. I even had a dream about this last night that i was like saying that i felt like i was dreaming in my dream and that i felt like i've been really spacey and like i feel that and i don't know if i mean y'all probably feel that too if i feel that y'all probably feel that <laughs> so that's just to preface this episode if there's any like weird time things that aren't as accurate as they could be that's why i've been feeling spacey and my communication has also also been feeling spacey i mean i think this is just mars retrograde energy in the sign of Gemini, and Gemini rules my chart. So my whole chart is being affected pretty heavily by this Mars retrograde transit. So yeah, that's that's all the um, the prefacing <laughs> that I'll do for this episode. And I got a new microphone, if y'all saw, if you watch my Instagram stories. Um, I'm, I'm pretty avid on my Instagram stories these days. Like, I've just been feeling so much better after this move and I'm so excited to dive in with you guys and get into the nitty gritty details of it all because it is just wild how fast and how drastically things have changed for me and how that's affected everything else in my life in the past two weeks, like since Halloween, since I filmed the November energy update that I did on my YouTube channel, so much has changed and it's wild how everything I predicted and like channeled. Cause I really, I don't remember a lot of my updates that I give. I don't remember a lot of the content that I create because I'm channeling it most of the time, but I remember very vividly saying in the November energy update, this has stuck with me, which again, is pretty brighter for me. I usually don't remember any of it <clears throat> is that I, man, I got off on a tangent. It's so Gemini of me, Venus and Gemini of me. <laughs> got a new microphone and what I said in the check it out on Instagram stories it's freaking dope and I'm so obsessed with it and so excited to record more podcast episodes like new toy I feel like a little kid with my new microphone toy um but I remember saying in the November energy update I was like Jupiter and Pisces Jupiter going back into Pisces is going to be miracle energy. It's going to be miracles occurring when we let go and release and surrender to our process and surrender to our body, which is what human design teaches us, right? Miracles are going to come in and come in very quickly and very like surprisingly, and they're going to just rock our lives and in the most unexpected and amazing way. I also touched on this, I believe, when I talked about the, yeah, the full moon. It must have been a full moon in Taurus. See, my time, my perception of time is just wild. And it's, like, crazy that this is happening to me, being completely, like, 200% sober. Because, like, when I was smoking a lot of weed, like, my perception, my time perception was weird. But, I mean, that's, like, to be expected. It's It's, like, a mild psychedelic. <laughs> but, like, being sober and experiencing this, it's a trip. But so with the new, with the full moon in Taurus, you know, it was conjunct Uranus, which I talked about in my November energy update as well. And Uranus is the planet of chaotic, sudden, and unexpected change. And I have Uranus in my fourth house. So whenever anything is affecting Uranus and specifically where I have Uranus in my chart, there are things that just boom, boom, boom happen that rock my freaking world and change everything so suddenly and so unexpectedly it's just like oh okay like here we go like you know when you're walking down a river and all of a sudden like the current is just like in some parts it's just like rapidly going right flowing that's what the last two weeks have been for me I mean really this all started because I and this is what I wanted to like start this episode with, but I just got so into it because I'm so excited about sharing this all with you guys. I almost got evicted. I literally almost got evicted and I could say I didn't get evicted, but literally I got multiple emails that were like, we're processing you for eviction We're processing you for eviction. We just sent the eviction, like whatever over to our attorneys Like you're being processed for eviction. Like I think it was like three or four emails that I got like that. And it was almost like this boy cried wolf energy because the leasing company that I was renting from was just so negligent and so not on top of their shit that I didn't believe that they would actually like go through with the process. Like I literally had more faith in my ability to come up with the almost $9,000 that I needed to be able to pay Back rent and all the late fees and everything, then I did their ability to evict me. But at the end of the day, that's not what it was about. It was about me trusting my process and my inner knowing. It was about me listening to my desires, listening to what I wanted, what I truly, truly wanted. Because there's been this pattern in my life of things, when things are challenging, when things are unnecessarily difficult and challenging. It's probably because I'm not listening. It's probably because there's something that, excuse me, I'm still like getting over a serious respiratory illness. I don't even know what I had, but I was so sick for so long and during this move too. But there's been this pattern in my life where it's like, I want to, you know, Taurus sun, Taurus mercury, South node and Taurus and the eighth house. Like I want to stay comfortable. I want to stay like, I want to have this sense of security and this sense of, like, a foundation. And for so long, I'm, I'm, like, tearing up right now, I was seeking this externally. And I was thinking, oh, if I have this apartment, if I have a car, if I have these things, which, by the way, I currently have neither of those things, then I will be secure. Then I will have a foundation. Then I will be supported and I will feel supported in what I have. Right. That's such Taurus energy, which is like what I'm meant to grow away from. But it's also the way I think. It's my Mercury. It's my sun. It's my core life expression (laughs) and like personality to like have things and think that when I have things, that's when I'm secure. That's when I'm supported. That's when I have a foundation. And it has been such a pattern. This was a huge, 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 huge learning lesson for me in Hawaii of like, you need to let go of the situation. You need to let go of this because there's something greater for you. But it has been my tendency to want to hold on, to want to not let go. And to pressure myself, right? Undefined root, not self of the undefined root, pressure myself to force a sense of security through my external things. Like, oh, well, if I just have, you know, this apartment, if i can just figure out a way to come up with the $9,000 <laughs> to be able to pay for rent and i won't get evicted and i can just stay here and it'll be fine and then i can find somewhere else to live like but that's not how it was meant to go for me and when i really let go of that kind of like expectation and that like one, that that being the only way that things could work out and that being the only channel in which I could find a new home and like whatever. It is wild, y'all, how quickly something new came in when I let go of that. And I was so down on myself. I was so, I, I recently got the Gene Keys book and I've been reading some of my gates and the Gene Keys and there was this big theme that came up um, because I have the first gate and have the 44th gate and I have um, the 24th gate. And as well as the, I mean, this is total 6124 channel and 2343 channel in the first gate. They experience melancholy. And these periods of melancholy are meant to be embraced because that's what leads one to the rising above that melancholy and back to freshness, back to. um, what is the 44th? I can't remember the um the gift of the 44th. I think it's teamwork. But that's like embracing that those phases of melancholy and sadness and this is what a lot of emotional waves create as well. If you're an emotional authority, you might have a wave that acts this way as well. Like it's so important to embrace those periods and not try to force ourselves out of them or try to make sense of them or try to like logically escape them because that's what just keeps them perpetuating. It's like that quote, what we resist persists. And I read that. When I write, like the night after I got the email that was like, you're being processed for eviction, it's sent to our attorneys. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is going to happen? Am I going to like have to deal with court? Am I going to like, what? And I just like let myself be in the melancholy. I let myself be in the sadness and the grief. But I was also like really down on myself and i was like why is this happening to me again like i'm so tired of this happening it happened so many times in hawaii like the first place i got when i moved to maui the it didn't work out and i had like that day to leave this has happened so 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 much in my life where it's been like just one thing happens and i have to move out i have to leave all of a sudden i have to you know this happened when i lived in breckenridge with my ex He was just all of a sudden got triggered and was like, you need to move out by this time or I'm going to call the cops and have you. And I didn't know at the time that like, he can't do that legally. Like I was just so in like fear and anxiety back then. I was a completely different person that was just like, okay, well, I got to figure out somewhere else. Like, I don't want to deal with this. So I'm just going to leave total classic, um, not self of the solar plexus as well. Undefined solar plexus of like avoiding truth and avoiding confrontation and just getting the fuck out without wanting to speak my truth or confront the situation. And so that time I had three hours to move out of where I was living with my, at the time, boyfriend who quickly became an ex (laughs) with no car, with nowhere to go. But I found a place that day. A friend was willing to help me move and literally keep all of my shit in his car for a day because we had planned to go camping And like, it was just like this whole thing, like, bam, 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 bam. Something triggers a situation that's like, you got to leave, you got to move now. You haven't been listening. I wasn't listening to like this, this relationship is pretty toxic. Like, I need to get out of here. I was in such scarcity of like, well, I don't have a car. How am I going to move? I don't have money to move. And that has been like repeating ever since. And so, with this situation with my eviction, I was like, why does this keep happening? Like, I'm so tired of this happening. I'm so tired of moving. I'm so tired of this same situation occurring. And thankfully, so, so, so thankfully, again, miracle energy. I just happened in a clubhouse room that a friend was hosting and she does intuitive and psychic and tarot readings. And I got a reading from her and this other woman jumped in and was like, why are you being down on yourself? Like, what is the thing that you're not doing that's creating this pattern to repeat itself? And I was like, oh shit, you're right. (laughs) And I had to take a good hard look at myself. I had to really sit with myself in that melancholy and be like, what am I not doing that's creating this cycle again and again and again? And what I came to was I'm not listening. I'm not taking action on the intuitive hits and the nudges that I'm getting to do something because I would rather, I was more willing, I'll say, I was more willing to sit in the scarcity of, well, it's expensive to move. I owe $9,000. How am I going to have money to move? I don't have a car. How am I going to move all of my things? I'm going to have to get a U-Haul or I'm going to have to blah, 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 blah. Like that's a pain in the ass. Instead of Okay. I hear you spirit. Like I'm not supposed to be in this apartment. I really don't like it. I've always hated apartment complexes. And like I had a very traumatic experience happening in an apartment complex when I was like 15. And ever since then, I've just been so anti apartment complexes. And the fact that they're aura boxes, basically like learning human design and learning that auras penetrate walls. Like auras don't care if there's a wall between you and someone else's apartment, like the aura still penetrates. And then you're in someone's aura Ninety percent of the time and you're not in your own aura, which is what human design is all about, like sleeping in your own aura, being in your own aura so you can be yourself the majority of the time and not be constantly conditioned by the other. And I looking back, like I was trying to like make excuses for like, oh well, the walls are kind of high, like you know, blah, blah, I'm probably not in someone else's aura, but I was. <laughs> I was. The walls were thin. I mean, it doesn't matter if the walls are thin, but the places were small, right? Like the apartments were close together. So other people's auras who lived above me, or I'm sorry, under me and around me were affecting me constantly. And it started to show. And I really believe that all of that is the reason why I wasn't able to pay rent for four months, because I didn't have the income coming in to be able to pay my rent I had enough money to pay everything else but two thousand dollars for rent I did not have and there has like I said been a theme of when that happens it's like okay this isn't aligned Kelsey like when things are aligned when things are truly meant for you the money just like comes in as if, as if by literal miracle like when I moved into that apartment I was worried about not being able to pay rent because it was the most I've ever paid for rent living by myself, besides living in Hawaii. That was, rent was pretty expensive in Hawaii, but I was supposed to be there, and so the money just was like there for me, to support me, and the money was also there for me to support me in living that in that apartment for the time I was supposed to be there, which was like April, May, and June. June, May and June, I had the most successful months I've ever had in my business ever in general I made the most amount of money I've ever made in my life in one month close to close to 9 grand both months and I was like okay cool like I can keep this up like I know what to do like I found I found a system that works and that creates this income that's been my goal for years <laughs> years I can totally afford to live here and then July happened and that did not repeat itself and luckily I was able to like help get help from family and get help from friends to support me to be able to pay rent for July. But then I didn't listen. Right. When spirit was like, okay, you know, you've had your time here. You need to move on and live somewhere else because this place ultimately isn't aligned for you. I didn't listen. And then I kept living there. I kept living there and I kept hoping it would work out. And that is my motivation transference, which motivation is what motivates you to act. And my motivation is guilt. I'm motivated to fix things. I'm motivated to do. I'm motivated to be active in my environment because my environment arrow faces left. I'm caves. um, What is it called? Selective. Cave selective. And when, where was I going with that? Oh, guilt motivation. So my transference of motivation, I talk about this in my variables ebook of all, I literally go over all the variables in that ebook, trajectory, um, perspective, motivation, and also your transference of each one of those because you have transference on the personality side, you don't have transference or it's not the same on the design side, but that's for a whole other class that I'll probably do in the Astro HD membership eventually. And my next class in the Astro HD membership is going to be on environment. So if you are a member of my membership, you will have access to that class live on Zoom, as well as the replay once it is ready and posted to the membership portal. I'm really excited to talk about environment because this whole experience has taught me so much about environment. And man, I'm getting off on a tangent again, but we'll come back to that. We'll come back to environment in a second. But my motivation is guilt. That means my transference motivation is hope. So when I find myself hoping that things will work out, hoping someone else will fix it, that is my not self, right? That is like transference. And that's what I was doing with this apartment situation, this rent situation. I was just hoping if I keep doing everything I did to make that eight grand and nine grand back in May and June, then it will just work out. It will just work out. I'm hoping for the best. It'll just work out. Instead of me being in my signature, and it's 3, 3, 3 p.m. right now, Woo-woo. message received. Thank you, guides. Thank you, spirit. Instead of being motivated, right, by guilt to fix and do something about my situation. I was in total transference of well if I just keep busting out content, if I just keep producing the TikToks, if I just keep doing this and doing that, it'll all work out. But it wasn't. And I let that go on <laughs> for 4 months. <laughs> and I also I didn't it was just like this whole thing of like subleasing and like where am I going to move to and I was just sitting in the hope, right? Sitting in the scarcity of I don't know how this is going to work out when I know, like intellectually, I know there's so many instances of that happening in my life. The story I told you guys earlier about living in Breckenridge, I had three hours to move out of my ex's place and find a new place and find someone to help me move all my stuff and bam, bam, bam. It literally happened. That has happened so much to me. I could literally create a whole podcast probably an hour or two long podcast episode on the times that that has happened to me. And it's all worked out when I just was in my guilt motivation and did what needed to be done to listen to my strategy and authority and move on from that situation. And like, I'm not, you know, I'm not being hard on myself. I'm not telling myself the story that like, Oh my god, you fucked up and like blah blah blah. Cause like I'm a one-three profile. Hello, we're here to make mistakes. We're here to fuck up. It's how we learn and we gotta keep (laughs) keep throwing ourselves into that damn fire until we finally learn. Oh shit, that's what led me to getting burned and led me to jumping into that fire. I probably shouldn't go that down that path again. But sometimes as a third line, it takes so much trial and error to learn this, to really, really learn this, that it can just be a thing that repeats. And that has been the case for me. I'm also pre-Saturn return <laughs> and my Pluto sextile, which is affecting my fourth house of home and family, which I mentioned to you guys earlier that I have Uranus and Neptune in my fourth house. So when I'm not listening, my home is deeply affected. Especially right now at the end of my Pluto sextile. I mean, there's so much I can go into. There's so much. It's almost overwhelming. But like Pluto sextile for me has been, which Pluto sextile only happens one time in your life and it's happening a lot earlier than it was for people back in like the 80s and the 90s because of just Pluto's movements. So for if you were born... Pluto and Scorpio generation it's probably happening before your Saturn return or had happened before has happened before your Saturn return which is the case for me currently in my Pluto sextile um and I think it ends I think it ends uh in about a month will be the last kind of like movement of that um I need to look at my ephemeris and double double check that but like it's affecting my money and it's affecting my fourth house because my Pluto's in Scorpio in my second house and Pluto currently in the sky is in my fourth house in Capricorn. So those two things are deeply tied to me trusting, living from my truth, the lesson of Pluto, live from your truth, embrace the darkness, embrace the shadow, because that's what leads to the transformation that's going to lead to the miracles coming in and the wealth and the sustained wealth that Pluto has to bring us when we listen to what Pluto Is trying to teach us and live from that truth and my truth is I didn't really like that apartment I didn't like it but I was listening to other people around me that were like oh my god you you know that's such a great deal for living in Boulder like it's so expensive to live in Boulder it's so hard to find places to live alone in Boulder and like it was in a good quote-unquote good location and I was just making all these excuses based in scarcity of like why I had to keep that apartment even though my literal body got injured got sick. I never get sick. I get sick like maybe once a year for like five days. But since I moved into that apartment, I injured my ankle. I couldn't walk for three weeks. Then I got sick like right after that for three or four weeks. And then I recently got sick right before I moved. Like real, real sick. That is your body telling you your environment is not correct for you. We are not meant to get sick. And this is what human design teaches us too. It's like when you're living in your signature feeling and your true self you're not gonna get sick you're not gonna you're not gonna feel um ill you're not gonna even really feel tired if you're truly living correctly because your body is the biggest communicator of whether or not you're living out your strategy and authority and living out your true nature and your design which is what human design shows us and literally y'all like literally the minute I was like okay I'm gonna let go of this apartment a friend, really helped me to figure out a situation to talk to my leasing company and be like, Hey guys, can you cancel the eviction process if I move out this week and I'll clean everything, I'll have it all ready. So you can guys rent it out. You guys can rent it out to someone else and we can work out a payment plan for me to pay off what I owe and yada, yada, yada. And they're like, yep, we will cancel the eviction process. Once you return the keys and like we can get someone else in there and rent it out. And once we do that, we, you know, you won't have to uphold the agreement of your lease and So it's like, it's all being dealt with. And I was just sitting in this scarcity. I was sitting in this fear of like, oh my God, what am I going to tell them? What am I going to say? Like, how am I going to explain myself? And none of that was necessary. All I had to do was be like, hey guys, I'm going to move out. Like I surrender possession of the unit. Let's work out a payment plan for what I owe. And you guys can work on renting this out to someone else who is going to pay you. Because I am not able to at this time. Right. That was like literally all that needed to be said and all that needed to be done. I was just one phone call away from that. And a friend really helped me to see that. And the minute I made that decision. Right. Conviction moves mountains. I made the conviction in the decision of like, okay, I don't want to be here. I'm going to figure out a way to to change my situation. Guilt motivation. Right. Motivated to do. Motivated to act. That is literally what is correct for me. It all worked out. I kept hearing this has happened so many times, you guys, like so many times to me where it's been like, okay, I don't have money for this. This isn't correct for me. What do I need to change? What do I need to do differently so that I can be in a new situation and I will have money? Because it's literally for me, again, comes back to my Pluto sextile, I believe right now and how that's showing up for me is like, I'm not going to have money to pay for my home if I'm not listening to where I'm supposed to be. And I honestly, I really love moving after this experience. Like I really love moving because it has really, it really expands me. Like it really helps me to feel like this rejuvenated, reinvigorated energy. And that's one of the the biggest things I've learned from this. And I'm just like, "Ah!" gosh, there's so much to share with you guys. And a real quick break. I forgot to mention because I was just so present (laughs) in sharing this story with you all that I forgot to mention the new benefits of the Astro HD membership. So members get 20% off all of my eBooks and audio downloads. This includes my human design PDF chart interpretation that I'm currently still accepting offers for at this point in time. That includes a 10 plus page walkthrough of your human design chart. 20% off that for members only, as well as my eBooks and all of my audio guides to your strategy and authority and the profiles. So anything that's in my bookshop and chart guides section on my website, you have 20% off as a member in the Astro HD portal. That is a new feature that I've just added. And not only do we do monthly classes as well in there on Zoom where there's question and answer opportunities with me, but I'm adding a 24 7 support chat as a part of the membership as well in the clubhouse app and in that app i do monthly q a sessions where you can ask me anything come chat with me have me look at your chart anything like that in the clubhouse app once a month could be more than once a month it's a new feature that i'm really not so we're just feeling it out, seeing how it flows and how it goes. That are some new benefits in the Astro HD membership. And then I will be adding as well more in-depth horoscopes for each month. And more specifically, since we're getting close to next year, I will be adding in the membership members only horoscopes for each month rising sign that are much more in depth than I have gone into in the past and my monthly updates. I'm actually feeling like I don't want to, I mean, it just doesn't feel good for me. You know, you guys, I got to follow what feels good (laughs) and I support you in doing the same to do the monthly horoscopes. So I used to give every single rising sign a horoscope for the month ahead in my YouTube lives. And now I'm feeling like I want to reserve that for members only and have more of an energy exchange for my time and energy to be able to do that because it does require quite a bit of research to look ahead and based on your rising sign look at the chart and apply the transits to it so that will be a members only thing from now on as well so you'll have access to that in the membership too from december moving forward and then like i said i'll be adding soon the 2023 horoscopes for each rising sign um but the my YouTube channel will, will keep the general collective energy updates for the month and year ahead. So that is just some changes I've made to the membership. And it's like me, <laughs> constantly evolving and changing depending on what excites me and what feels good to me. So, and I will inform you as I make those changes. But I just wanted to add this little in here, this little tidbit in here. Because I was editing the audio from today's episode and I realized I forgot to tell you guys about this. So now, you know, if you remember, you already have access to all these perks and changes and I've emailed you guys with them. So check your email if you haven't. And if you're not a member, come join us, come learn astrology and human design and how to read charts on your own and really how to become your own astrologer and human design guide, because that is what I'm devoted to is teaching you how to do that in an easy and simple, practical way. So, okay. Now back to the episode. Thanks for listening to me. I love you all. So where was I going? Um, guilt motivation. So I kept, her- I kept hearing, and this I believe is connected to my 6124 channel and probably my 2343 channel as well, because I know the 4323 channel um, creates this kind of like voice in your head. And I kept hearing this voice of like, reach out to these two people text these two people and see if they know anyone or have any leads for a room that you could live in temporarily. That's going to be about half the price of what you were supposed to be paying for rent the past four months. And so I did that. I texted them. One of them was like, yes, actually, I have a room that you can stay in until you find somewhere else. And the other one was like, yeah, my friend is renting out a room. And I look at the listing for this friend of a friend's room. He has my dream dog, which is like a wolf hybrid, Malamute, Husky like mix, right? This, that is like my dream dog. I have been obsessed with wolves since I can remember and like Huskies and Malamutes. Those are like my literal favorite breeds of dogs. I go freaking crazy over them. And so I saw a picture of the house that had his dog in it. And I was like, in the listing, it said would be willing to reduce rent for dog care. And I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. I used to be. I mean, I still kind of am a professional dog sitter and house sitter. I do that sometimes on the side just to help out friends or what have you during the holidays and things. And I was like, that would literally be perfect. Like I've been feeling like I want to have a dog or live with a dog, but I don't really want to have like the responsibility of like the dog being mine. You know what I mean? And this is perfect. Like he's never home. He's a grad student. He works a lot in Denver, which is about a 30, 40 minute drive from Boulder. It's closer to town. It's literally a mile closer to hiking, my favorite coffee shop, um, my favorite park in Boulder. Like it's literally so much more ideal and perfect for me than my last place was. And it is just wild that like those excuses I was telling myself, oh, well, I'm really close to everything. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. It's a good area of Boulder for the price. Like they were not true. They were not true. And when I was willing to see a different way, it literally appeared instantly from me just listening to that intuitive hit of text this person and ask them and so I, I came and checked out the place I came and talked with the the guy and just you know told him my whole situation explained to him what's going on and he was like yeah you know required deposit this is what you know we can work out for rent because of dog care and what have you I will I'll be gone for these dates like he's literally gone sometimes for a month at a time. And he was like, yeah, sometimes I'll take my dog with me. Sometimes I won't. So you'll, you know, be taking care of him and then you'll have the place to yourself. And like I already mentioned to you guys, it's closer to everything. I can literally, I still don't have a car. I can literally walk everywhere. It is perfect. There's a huge backyard. It's literally perfect. And I was like, we hit it off really well when I came and chatted with him about everything. And he's just a super cool, super chill dude. I was like, this is like so divine and so perfect. Um, there was another thing I was going to say. Oh, okay. So I, if y'all saw my manif how to manifest video, where I used Kanye West as an example of like non-specific versus specific manifesting. I also talk about this in my human design variables ebook on how to read your chart to know how you're meant to manifest. But I was being like, so in, I knew over the summer, like back in July when I was struggling to pay rent. That I didn't want to be in that apartment forever. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, put some feelers out to see how I can live in a house. Because, like I said to you guys earlier, I don't like living in apartment complexes. Like, it's just not a vibe. I don't like it. And... Not, it's not just the human design aspect. It's like, I just don't like it. Like, I love living in a house. I love feeling like it's, I mean, this is probably my caves environment. It's like, I just love feeling like I have a house and I can be selective of like who's coming in, who's going out. There's knowing that I'm sharing a wall with, you know, other than my housemate. And he's really good at like letting me know, like informing me, right? And I'm really good at asking him as a one three profile, like, what are you up to? What's your schedule like? When are you going to be here? So I can like know. But in an apartment complex, I can't control when the, I was in the middle and there was two people on either side of me in that complex and I couldn't control when they were coming in, when they were going. I was totally had no way to, to be selective of that. Right. Which is what cave selective is all about. And I I put the feeler out. I was like, OK, what can I like? I'm going to just look into what it would be like to move. And I reached out to a couple of people and none of it really worked out. And I was also being so picky I was being really specific, which I'm a non specific manifester. My manifesting arrow, which is the bottom right one, points to the right. I'm not meant to be super specific about what I'm going to manifest or what I want, right? I'm meant to say, how do I want it to make me feel? This is my inner vision cognition as well. And how can I tune into that? And how can I kind of like be just very general about what I want? And just allow the universe to bring me something in that's most aligned for me. And so back when I reached out to people to see about moving back in July and August, I was like, okay, I need to have a gas stove. I need to have this type of refrigerator. I need to have this. I need to have that. needs to have a bathtub, blah, 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 blah. And that really like blocked my, the manifestation from even like coming in. And then I would look at Facebook marketplace. I would look at Zillow listings and get just really down on myself because I was like, um, fuck, like these places are really expensive and they don't have the gas stove that I want and the type of refrigerator that I want. And like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <clears throat> Looking back, it's, it's like, it's hilarious to me, which is third line. We're meant to transcend pessimism and learn to laugh at ourselves. But it's just so funny that like, I intellectually know all this about my my design, but it's not until I tried it out, right? One, three profile, experienced it that I've learned. And so, (laughs) and sometimes it takes a lot of trial and error. This is totally natural of one, three profiles. So when I just got very general and it's was like, okay, I want to live in a house. I want to be close to hiking and close to Whole Foods. I want to be close to this, to this coffee shop. I freaking love so much so I can walk there and do work and walk to hiking. And it needs to be a house. When I just sat with that, that's literally what came in. Spirit was like my, probably my defined spleen too, was like, text this person. They connected me with this guy that has an open room in a house that's a mile closer to everything than I was before, right? So like literally, and this is so caves, like I feel so protected and so secure in this house. I can be selective of who comes in and who goes out, right? And Um, open and conscious communication with my housemate and like it's just it's not perfect I mean nothing's perfect but it's so much more aligned for me and for my the support of my body and my design than my last place was and it is just I'm just so in (laughs) like shock at the literal quickness of how that happened and then my new housemate has a pickup truck and he was like oh I can help you move everything um my other friend was like I can help you move too who helped me with the whole lease arrangement and leasing company situation and and communicating with them about this whole thing so I sold a bunch of my stuff on Facebook marketplace I gave a bunch of my stuff to my friend who had just moved into a house that he was renting out rooms in and I listened I listened to my strategy and authority I tuned in I asked, I was no longer willing to sit in scarcity and sit in the excuses of like, well, how, how is all this going to work out? Right. We're not meant to know the how, like the how is not your responsibility. The how is not my responsibility. That's what your strategy and authority is for. And I say this all the freaking time. And it really is so like, it's so true. And this is it y'all. And I've learned this over and over and over and over and over again. It all comes back to strategy and authority. If it doesn't feel good, you don't do it. And that apartment, living in that apartment did not feel good. I was so lazy. I was so like, I don't feel motivated to cook. I don't feel motivated to go hike. I don't feel motivated to even like study or investigate or like read. I had to like force myself to do things with like tons and tons and tons of caffeine. I was ordering Uber Eats every day, sometimes twice a day because I didn't feel motivated to cook. I didn't feel motivated to dance. I didn't feel motivated to do any of the things that I love to do. And that was like, looking back, it's like, duh, like duh, Kelsey. (laughs) Like that was your freaking like warning sign, right? Because it didn't feel good to me. And that didn't motivate me to take action, which my environment arrow, like I said earlier, faces left. I am meant to feel motivated and Activated and energized by my environment, and I did not in that apartment, and it caused so much ripple effect from that into my external life, which has always this is another pattern of me based on my chart as well affected my money. I mean, I have a I have a store a Scorpio Scorpio. <laughs> I have a Scorpio Stellium in my second house, like. When I'm not listening to what's needed in order for me to transform and to grow and evolve, it affects my money. And this is all in my chart. And this is why I'm so devoted to teaching you all how to read your chart. And this is why I made the Astro HD membership. And this is why I've done everything that I've done and everything that I do and everything that I'm creating is to teach you all how to use your astrology and human design as your literal manual for life your literal guidance system so that you don't need to book a reading with someone every week or every month or, or every day even sometimes for emotional authorities like <laughs> to figure out what's going on and what you can do about it to get into better alignment because once you have these the knowledge of how to use these tools and these systems and your tool belt you're fucking unstoppable you can do anything And that is what this whole situation has taught me of like, I literally have my, if you guys watch my stories on Instagram, I literally have my human design chart framed on my wall and I'm about to get my astrology chart uh, printed out and framed on my wall as well, because literally these are my guidance systems. And if there's something in my life that is happening, especially if it's a repeating pattern, it's like, okay, what the hell am I not doing that I'm supposed to be doing? And I consult my chart. Because it's everything. It's everything. It's literally your guidance system. That's what your inner authority is for. The mind is never going to tell you what's correct for you. And that's what I was giving weight to was the mind, the scarcity of like, oh, well, how am I going to figure this out? I don't know how to logically make sense of this or logically figure out how this could all happen, how I could move, how I could do this. Blah blah, blah, blah. I was sitting in the mind and I wasn't listening to my inner authority of what feels good. It doesn't feel good to be in this apartment. So I need to motivate myself to do something to change it, right? To fix it. Guilt motivation. And that, gosh, it's so invaluable. I'm so grateful that it, it all happened the way that it did and that it got me to where I am and that it's taught me what it did. Like, I'm so grateful. And this is the third line. This is the beauty of the gift of the having the third line in your profile. Or if you have a lot of third lines in your design, in your chart, the gift of that is learning from your mistakes. And I am so inexplicably, inevitably grateful for my mistakes because they have taught me so much about what not to do in the future and how to move forward. And I am so lit up. I The minute I moved into this new house, guys, literally the day, I felt so motivated to fulfill orders for you guys because I had taken a break being sick and moving and just like the stress of everything and then being like super sick on top of it and like coughing every three seconds and like I mean <coughs> excuse me I'm gonna blow my nose every three seconds I was like okay I'm just gonna take a break from work but the minute I moved into this house I was like it's fucking go time again like I feel energized again I feel motivated again and that's the power of environment I started wanting to cook again. I started wanting to dance and listen to music again, which I literally haven't done since I moved into that apartment back in April. Um, And I'm so grateful for it all. I'm so grateful that I got to live there for seven months. I'm so, so, so grateful because ever since 2019, the summer of 2019, I've moved every one to three months. Sometimes even every week or two. Like when I lived in Hawaii, I moved... The longest place I lived in Hawaii was for two months and then I moved like every week for a month and then I lived in a a Tesla for like a month (laughs) or two. I don't even know how long it was, but it was just like, I don't have like a foundation. It sucks, you know, and that's, I'm so grateful I got to live in that one place in that apartment for seven months because it, it felt so... Grounding, but it also at the end of the day wasn't right for me. But it taught me so much, and that's invaluable. But like, you guys can probably hear it in my voice. Like, I am so just excited to do things. I'm just so activated again, so energized again. So, and I know this isn't going to last forever. Like, I know I'm not meant to live in this house forever. I mean, I don't even know. Like, my housemate's an emotional authority. So it could. We're just riding out the waves, like we're just rolling with it. But I'm so grateful that I have this knowledge of how to look at our charts, how to look at his dog's chart and like look at all of our connection charts and see what's going to come up, see what the major patterns are going to be and how I can navigate those still in alignment with my strategy and authority. And the fact that I'm in the correct environment is everything, everything, y'all like, and that's what I've really learned. And I'm so, 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 so excited. To do the environment class I'll be doing for you guys in the Astro HD membership this month. I don't know the date yet because of Thanksgiving. Things are a little wonky. Um, it might be after Thanksgiving. It probably will be after Thanksgiving. Um, I usually do them on the last Thursday of the month for my Astro HD members. As that's when I do the, the live classes on Zoom. But because of like this holiday this whole holiday fiasco situation that's upcoming. (laughs) I'm not sure about the dates yet, but if you're in the membership, you will get an email with the Zoom link and the date and time of when that will be. And like I said too, you'll get access to the replay in the membership portal when it's available and done. But literally for the past, like ever since August, really, like August, September, October, I was like, why am I not motivated to really do anything? August was a good month. I was motivated to do a lot. We had that North Node, Mars, Uranus conjunction. And I was like, let's get it. But then after that, it was like, I'm not really motivated to like do much. Like I, it was like, I had to write caffeinate myself and force myself to do things. Now that I'm in the right environment in this place, I don't have to do that. It's, it's like, excites me. I, I like literally wake up every morning and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited to create today. I'm so excited to devote myself and my time and my energy to learning human design more deeply than I ever have. And to sharing that with you guys and to doing things like this and like, buy a new microphone. Like for four months, I felt so in scarcity of like, I can't get new equipment. I can't get new toys. I can't blah, blah, blah. Cause I can't pay my rent. You know, it was like this whole cycle. And I, when I just let myself move on from that, it's amazing how quickly things have changed and how reinvigorated my sacral response feels. Like it's really, truly beautiful. And I'm just, I'm so excited. And two, like, I'm a split definition. Like, it's so helpful for me to have people around. It's so helpful for me to live with people who feel correct for me. Living in that apartment did not feel correct for me. It did not feel good. And that is, like, the, just the most obvious sign that I wasn't listening to. It's so funny, too, looking back, because I... So, oh my gosh. Okay. So when I moved into the apartment that I was in, I signed a sublease from April until September. And in May, when I was on crutches, I kept getting annoyed because they kept showing my apartment and not telling me when they were going to come. They would just show up and I would be in the middle of like doing a podcast or on Clubhouse or like creating content and they would just show up with someone to view the apartment, and I kept getting so frustrated and so annoyed that I was like, you know what, I'm just going to re-sign the lease. Like, this is annoying. I don't want them to keep showing this freaking apartment while I'm, like, working, and they're not telling me, like, they just randomly would show up and not tell me or communicate when they were going to do that. And so I was like, I'm just going to resign the lease. Like, whatever. But looking back... <laughs> What, what big transit do we have back in May? Do you remember? Mercury retrograde in Gemini. Gemini rules my chart. So any transits to the sign of Gemini affect my whole chart. And my Venus is in Gemini. That's my chart ruler is Venus in Gemini. And <laughs> which is Venus's finances as well as relationships. I re-signed the lease. To take effect from that upcoming September to September 2023, I re-signed it for another year during Mercury retrograde. What are what are we not supposed to do in Mercury Retrogrades? Sign contracts. <laughs> and I was so frustrated and so in that frustration of like, I don't want this to keep happening. I, meanwhile, I could have like communicated to them, like, hey, let me know when you have a showing because I work from home, you know, like. I don't ever really leave my house. Like I need to know when you guys are going to come so that I'm not creating content or in the middle of something that's important. Like a session with a client that gets interrupted in my caves environment is like freaking out because hello, I didn't know this was going to happen. I couldn't have been selective about it. Right. But I was so in that like frustration and not self and just scarcity of like, I'm just going to do this right now. Even though it was like, and I was pressured into it too, which is also not correct for me an undefined root I was pressured by the, the property manager of the leasing company to do that and get it over with. Even though I knew intuitively, like my spleen was literally telling me, Kelsey, it's, it's Mercury retrograde, like in Gemini, like, don't do this right now. Like, wait a little bit. But I was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to keep, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> again, kind of being in that, that undefined solar flexes too, of like w- avoiding truth and avoiding confrontation. And so i just re-signed the lease because it was quote unquote easier and sure enough mars went retrograde that was literally the day that i got the email from the leasing company like you're getting evicted we are processing you for eviction i know we've been saying this that we would do this for four months now but this time it's really happening (laughs) because whatever we did during that mercury retrograde that wasn't ultimately correct or aligned for us is up for reevaluation during this Mars retrograde. So think back to what was going on for you in May and maybe what you did that maybe you pressured yourself into or felt forced or felt wrong or just felt like not good. But there was some other mental reason, right? As in my case, like I made the mental decision of like, well, blah, 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 that came from the mind. Then it didn't come from the sacral. My sacral, my spleen were telling me, don't do this. Like, wait, <laughs> but I didn't want to wait. And so I did it. And then Mars, G- Mars retrograde in Gemini came around to be like, oh, you did something you did not feel good doing back in Mercury retrograde and Gemini. Now it's up for reevaluation. And it's going to be uh, abrupt. And it's going to be a little bit aggressive. Because this is Mars. And it's going to require you to take some action. And communicate. <laughs> Gemini. Right, Gemini rules communication. Gemini rules our perception and our beliefs and our thoughts. And so it was just, this whole situation was just a huge lesson for me in changing my thought patterns, changing the habits that I was keeping myself stuck in and not choosing to take action to change them. And so I was forced to. I was literally forced to. I let myself get to the point where it was like, we're processing you for eviction. I let that happen. But I'm so grateful I did because it has taught me so much. And I made a kind of funny TikTok about it (laughs) that went pretty viral Um, and got so many hater comments on that. Like I had so many of you guys comment that you know you felt seen and that that has also happened to you or is happening to you and like man that just gave me that just made my heart so happy there's also some really like hateful and mean comments like pay your rent and like blah, 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 like just like what <laughs> like y'all don't even know me you don't know the situation like but you know it's all good and I'm so glad that that happened and I'm so glad that it all worked out and that I'm not going to have to go to court. I'm not going to have to like <laughs> deal with a collection, whatever thing on my credit or an eviction on my credit. Like because I took the action with the help and the support from a friend to do something about it and to take action based on what my intuition and my inner authority was telling me. And so yeah, it's just it's just crazy, y'all, like how quickly that all changed. And literally the day I moved in here, I started feeling better. I, my sickness has been like drastically improving. It was literally just getting worse at that apartment. But since I moved in here, it's been improving. I still have like leftover phlegm action. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted by. Chiefy boy, what you doing looking out my window? What you see out there? <laughs> He needs a uh, W word, a W A L K. We'll go soon, chief. I promise. (laughs) He's like my new best friend, which is so helpful for my split definition. But anyways, literally just things shifted so quickly. Like I've already mentioned my energy changed. I felt more like invigorated and just motivated to do things that I was like, feeling lazy and not wanting to do before, like cook and dance and listen to music and like walk and go on hikes and take chief on a hike. And like, <laughs> I almost said the W word again. He is very triggered by that word. Like, it's just wild. My, my, like, I was gaining weight too in that apartment. And I thought it was because, oh, maybe I'm, you know, like not eating right. Like I've been really living my determination, which is indirect for the last, um, really like year and a half, but this summer was when I got super strict about it. But I had like gained weight from my ankle injury. And then all summer I was like gaining weight and wasn't sure like why it was happening because, you know, when you eat according to your determination, your body responds very quickly and your determination soon becomes fixed. The more the more you live it and it becomes like almost impossible to deter from it, um, which I experienced. Like I the whole summer, I was really strict about only eating at night. And when I would eat during the day while the sun was up, like my digestion was not happy. I felt tired. I was like, it was like a trip to the bathroom in like 30 minutes. Like it was not a good time. Like I have really fixed myself, my determination and my indirect eating style. And so I was like, well, what am I doing wrong? Like, why am I not losing this weight? Like, why is it not falling off? And it was because of my environment. A plant cannot grow if it is in the wrong environment and not given the nutrients in the soil it needs to be able to flourish and thrive and grow. If it doesn't have space for its roots to extend outward, right? If it's in the wrong environment, that plant is going to die. And we are basically just big plants that need food and water (laughs) more so than plants do. But like literally, And I thought for so long, oh, determination is the first step in the transformation of the primary health system. So as long as I live my determination, I'm good. Like, no, determination is step one. But step two is environment. And those go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. And that's why I was gaining weight. That's why I was feeling lethargic and unmotivated and like slipping into a depression because I wasn't in the right environment. I wasn't giving my body the environment that it needed to thrive in, a, in alignment with my determination as well. And so literally the minute I moved in here, not only did I feel re-motivated to create and to do all the things that I love to do and that light up my sacral, but I also literally lost probably like five pounds in a matter of like, well, how long have I been here? A week and a half. Like in within a few days I noticed myself getting thinner and I was like, Oh, shoot. Like losing all that kind of like weird fat that was just holding, I was just holding in weird places. It fell off. Maybe it was because, you know, I'm not Ubering eats anymore. (laughs) And I'm cooking again, which I freaking love to do. But also it comes down to environment, right? That plant analogy. If you're not in the right environment, you're not going to thrive. You're not going to grow. And this is why environment is so, so, so crucial and supporting your body because environment and determination come from the two variables on your, your body side, your unconscious side. That's why supporting those aspects of yourself and in your chart are so, so, so crucial and go hand in hand. And that's one of the major things I've learned from this too. It's like I can't just have one without the other. I need to be in the correct environment and living my determination. And they really feed off of each other and support each other in the most amazing ways. So yeah, I think that's um that's all I have for you guys. Like this whole story. Um it's it's taught me so much, and I'm so ineffably grateful, like I've said already, <laughs> I think many times. But I am just It's just amazing y'all. It's amazing what can happen when you listen to your strategy and authority. And I know I say this all the time and that's what human design is all about, but it's something else, you know, it's one thing, it's something else to embody it and to know it on a like physical embodiment integrated level. And it's a whole other thing to know it intellectually and not actually be living it. And this is why I always say that human design is not a divination tool. It's not a personality test. It's not like a a validation or a confirmation tool to tell you, you know, about yourself or about your personality. It's to be used. It's to be experimented with. And I'm deeply in my experiment as much as you guys are. Like I have 25 plus years of conditioning that I'm still sifting through and sorting through and releasing on a daily basis and this has been like a huge 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 massive release of that conditioning and a huge lesson in what it really looks like and what is possible this is my um my perspective is is possibility i'm here to see what's possible as opposed to what's probable right when i'm weighing the pros and cons when i'm weighing oh, what's what's you know what's what's like likely to happen here like what how could this happen like that's not correct for me that's also my transference just as much as hope is I'm here to see the possibilities of life and here to share those possibilities with you. I like, anything is possible. Everything is possible when you're following and truly living your strategy and authority. And that is the most important thing to take with you into your day-to-day life from learning human design, And something that makes human design unique from astrology. Astrology is more of a divination tool. It's more of a prediction tool. Why is this happening for me at this time? More of like the the general, like I always say, you guys probably know, you've heard me say this before, I'm sure. Astrology is the roadmap of your life, right? It's your Google Maps. Human design is your literal direction. You don't know where you're going. You You can know where you're going in Google Maps. But if you don't have directions to get there, You're not going to know how to get there. You're going to be wandering around the streets, lost. Maybe you'll stumble upon it, eventually, your destination. But it's going to take way longer (laughs) and cause way more hardship than if you had literal directions to get there. And that's what human design gives you. And so, yeah, that is like literally almost a whole walkthrough of my, (laughs) the deeper parts of my chart and the variables. And why I freaking love the variables so much, because they give you just so much broader scope and insight into how to support yourself and, excuse me, how to support yourself and living and aligning with your design easier. Because once you support, like I said, your environment and your determination, and those are correct, it's so much easier to check in with your strategy and authority and to use your strategy and authority. And with that, I hope to see you all in my Astro HD membership for my next upcoming class on environment. You can check out the On the AstroHD membership page on my website, I have a video showing you all what is in the membership already. There's about 20 plus hours of content and um, virtual classes in there already that you can start learning from and learning how to not only read your own chart, but read the charts of others. Because that is my mission, is to help you really have these systems as a tool in your tool belt and to not have to gruel yourself (laughs) and spend hours upon hours and years upon years, like I have done, finding this information and finding how to integrate and body and make sense of this information, really, because it's one thing to like have access to the information. And it's a whole other thing to understand what the hell Ra or Rah- who is talking about when he talks about this information. Because if you guys have listened to any of his lectures or read any of his um, transcriptions of his lectures, he literally just talks in tangents. He doesn't even really hardly say much. It's like 14 pages of stories and opinions and like, like, where's the point here, dude? <laughs> so I'm giving you guys the information in a really straightforward and simple and practical and easy to integrate way um, because I have literally devoted and dedicated my last few years of life. I haven't done anything else hardly to learning these systems so that I can provide the information in a way that is easily accessible and easy to learn and easy to use because like I said, that's what human design is for. It's meant to be used. It's meant to be lived. It's not meant to be like, Oh, that's just cool to learn about myself. Like, no, you're meant to live out your design. And that's when the miracles come. That's when your purpose finds you. That's when everything you're meant to to have and everything you've desired will come in in the most miraculous and aligned way possible for you. So with that, I leave you guys. Let me know how this resonated with you. I love, love, love to hear from you all. So feel free to message me on Instagram. Send me an email through my website. I want to hear from you guys. So yeah, let me know. I love you all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Wherever you are in the world, sending you love. And uh, until next time, stay thriving and live in your strategy and authority. Bye.